You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome in the Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904. If you want to get in on the show with us this morning, Twitter, we try to stay active on Twitter. At least I'll retweet all the great stuff Joe Gaither puts out at Locker Room 109, at Barry Sanderson, at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show. Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to the smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Turn the alerts on anytime something breaks. You'll be sure to be notified right there. Joe and his crack staff do a great job of keeping that website up to date. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. You're looking for decking, columns, deck accents, fence products, siding, plywood, uh, whatever you need. Uh, wood sealer, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern is where you go uh, when you want something that's going to last. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. Go to Yellowwood. Dot com. This tomorrow, Joe, I will be, and this will not mean anything to you, but it will, Dad. Although, when the games were in Legion Field, Joe, I don't know if you're familiar with Legion Field, but we would go up there as a family, and my dad would park about seven miles from the stadium. I ain't getting in that traffic. We'd park so far out on the street. But tomorrow, I'm going to be parking cars. Although, I'm going to be out there early with my main man, Marcus Caldwell. We're out trying to raise a little money for Northridge baseball. And the guy sent the email out, Dad, and he said, either get you a sign or I like to do it the old Legion field way. Get you a white towel and just wave that towel so they know where to go. I don't know that I'm going to be good out there with my broke foot waving this towel. Do you remember, Dad, them waving those towels? <laughs> well, <laughs> sure. About well, coming in there to park? Yeah. yeah. I sure do. Yeah, Joe wouldn't know nothing about that. Joe no, don't know about Joe, the white towel. They're all too young. When we on this show with me they're on young. this show, they're all too young anyway. Yeah. Good morning. How are you this morning? Everything I say, too. I, they won't miss this, these first parts. The second part you won't agree with. Toy 10... South Alabama 6 in the interstate game. That was a darn good football game. Virginia 16-9 to over Georgia Tech. Tech had done real well. The new coach had won their first two or three games, and they'd done well. He's from coach of Alabama some. Trey Mullinex. Trey. Six under and leader with Gary Woodland in the tournament in South Carolina. Uh, Gary Woodland, I think, played basketball for Kansas. I could be wrong on that years ago, but he's a very good athlete. Cards beat the Saints, and I can't watch that because I can't get it on television. Barry won't show me how. Cards 42, the Saints 34. And the Astros uh, won. They beat the Yankees 3-2. to two. The Padres and the Phillies played tonight at 6. I'm giving you great stuff. The Padres and the Phillies played tonight at 6.37. UAB will have Philip Pearson on at 7.30 for basketball. He'll talk a little football. UAB's at Western Kentucky tonight at 7. You might want to watch that. Other games are LIU and Wagner, Princeton and Harvard, Tulsa and Temple. 
um, at 6 and 6.30. You won't know who this is, but I'm going to tell you anyway, because even I don't, I remember him a little, but uh, I was small. Charlie Tripley, Charlie Trippy, a great running back at Georgia, passed away at age 100. Georgia went and won the Rose Bowl. He was runner-up for the Heisman. I didn't remember that. I know a little bit about that. Glenn Davis, I think, was the guy that won the Heisman that year, and he passed away and certainly uh, was a great a great player for the University of Georgia. Scott Drew, an SEC commissioner, are dead wrong about adding 50 teams to the NCAA tournament. If you do, we're going to kill the, the excitement and the turnovers and the gripes and the and the goods of, of playing a regular season. You don't need to do that. You leave it like it is. Um, those are the things that I, that I wanted to mention there. Let's see who else. Uh, Yankees, uh, I said, got beat. Uh, they're 0-2. Oh, well, the Phillies and the Padres play tonight at 637. If you got two or three TVs, you can watch it all. Now listen to me, folks. All you do is complain about the offensive coordinator. There's not been one here that you like. You don't like any of them. Oh, you're going to say you like Lane Kiffin some. Uh, Duball, who's at the New York, New York Giants, he's terrific at uh, doing ball, magic yeah. tricks. Dayball. He could do he could do Dayball. He could do magic tricks better than Bayer. See, he had him just on the, on the, the eyeballs popped out looking, watching him. When you get to the line of scrimmage with your quarterback, he has the right to change the play, folks. He has that right. They should have run the ball. If they had run the ball and fumbled it, you would have said they should have passed the ball. They put the ball in Gibbs' hands perfectly. He dropped the ball. Whose fault? Not the offensive coordinators. If I told Barry, Barry, I'm giving you directions to go to Huntsville, and Barry goes to uh, Montgomery, then it's Barry's fault. So... Get that understood. I get letters. I got letters all the time when I was coaching about how bad I was. Uh, I had too many minorities, one. And secondly, uh, the big thing that uh, they didn't say was the line was the line was eight, and I won by six. They were looking at the line. That's what happens to a lot of people. Now, remember this. People will transfer. Kids will transfer because of two, two things. Benefits and playing time. Those are the two reasons they transfer. The second best team in the West, folks, is either LSU or Ole Miss, probably. The second best team, or even first, but the second best team, let's just say, is Tennessee in the East, which means that Alabama, if the second best team, and Tennessee is better than either one of the second best teams in the West, which means that Alabama's got a better chance of getting to Atlanta than, um, than Georgia does because Tennessee's got a better chance to beat Georgia, a better chance than either LSU or Ole Miss does. So where you, all that complaining that you have and and, and, and bitching and gripe, griping, you're sitting in a pretty good shape even though you got beat by Tennessee. That's all i got to say. All right, Joe, turn that hat around. Turn that hat around because I can't look at the Yankees. All right, now, that's your Nick Saban hat. Dad, you put your Nick Saban hat on your straw hat. Joe, what do you do with Jermaine Burton? What is your punishment for Jermaine Burton? My punishment is a one-half suspension. All right. Dad, what, what, my, okay, I'll tell you mine. I don't punish him at all. I bring the whole team together, 
And I just say, hey, look, guys, we're Alabama. If we lose, you need to go ahead and have in your mind this is going to happen, and you cannot put yourself in these situations. If it happens again, I'm warning you now, uh, if it happens again, then I'm be forced to maybe do what Joe said or, or something like that. Well, but I'm not going to suspend him at all for that. Uh, yeah. There are times that you're seeing – there are times in your life, I can tell you for sure, that uh, you're accused of doing something and you don't do it. But there are times in your life – uh, you can catch on to that one – and there are times in your life that you are, are accused of doing something and you can see it. In this particular case, you can see it. I would go. I would go with either one, either one of the all theories. Uh, it was the heat of the game. I don't know what was said. I thought the feeling was was you know a, a very tough time. Um, I don't know what kind of deal it was on, on the on the person's face, head, or whatever. Uh, half a game's fine. Not at all is fine with me because I don't really know. Now I, I could see something happened. There are some cases that you accuse things and you don't know whether it happened or not because you didn't see it. Yeah, so I like for callers to call. What would you do? I'd say do nothing. Not do nothing. I'd say educate the team uh, on what happened. Uh, talk to them about cameras are always on. We're Alabama. This is probably going to happen, uh, hopefully not again this year, but it'll happen at some point in your career. We may lose a game, and when we do, they're coming on the field. I mean, you can talk about all you want. They should let them get on the field. How are you going to stop 100,000 people coming on the field? They're coming on the field. Uh, but I would not hold him out at all. I wouldn't have a problem with what Joe said there doing it, but uh, I'd be curious to what people would do now. This leads me to this. I think this season, Joe and Dad, based on what's happened so far, is going to really hurt Alabama. And I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Because I believe since they played three really tough games, they haven't been able to play the bench. I bet they got some really unhappy guys over there right now. Uh, because they have not been able to empty the bench and play their depth. And so I think it's going to hurt them when the season's over because these guys are all, as you said, Dad, can you have too much talent? These guys were all highly, highly, highly ranked. So these guys will have plenty of options. It's not like some guy not playing at Vanderbilt. Uh, And so I think this transfer portal is going to flood up because of Alabama playing so many close games, not having to sit out now, and they not have been able to play their depth. This this will be an opportunity at six o'clock on on Friday night to rectify some of that. It will be an opportunity for those guys who whose mothers and daddies and girlfriends are telling them they're not playing enough, and they're on the edge. Uh, and the assistant coaches can handle that better than the head coach. But this will be an opportunity in some cases, and I don't know what those cases are, to rectify some of that and play somebody that was almost there, almost started, but didn't. And he, that he can he can start now and play in this football game and see what happens. If he does no better, and the guy that you're not you're not out there playing is was is a, was better, then you switch it back. But I think it's an opportunity. I think you're right, and I think it's an opportunity for you to to try these guys who are almost there that were not there, and you may save some of you guys because you're going you're gonna to lose some people. Everybody, everybody's going to lose a pile of people. Yeah, but when Alabama 
guys, they have options. Like people want these kids. First of all, they played in this program, and you know when they signed them, they were highly, highly, highly recruited. They wouldn't be uh, number one recruiting classes in the country. Uh, Joe, no, normally by now, Alabama's blown out about five teams, and that bench has been emptied. Uh, every game. Do you see this being a problem? I think with the way the transfer portal is now, they better get to some blowouts quick. I think there's probably some very unhappy kids over there in that locker room right now. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely are. You're probably right. There is uh, probably some upset kids in that locker room. But the other, like, you've got enough of talented depth that they can get in there anyways. You're you throwing five-star after five-star, uh, uh, especially in the wide receiver room. Last week with the defensive backs, thinking about the defensive backs that got burned last week. I mean, come on. you got to get some of these guys in there. And, and if they're not performing like last week's defensive backs weren't performing, you got to get some of these other guys in there and give them a shot. Yeah, usually uh, you're playing your deck. I, I think you're probably right, but you're not. it's hard to put in a guy at Tennessee that you don't think is one the job uh what's really kind of probably alarming to me is that prentice and bond uh two f- true freshman receivers are winning these jobs uh dad they, they both played well uh up at tennessee but true freshmen coming here well, I, uh, winning these jobs yeah i think coach gave everybody an opportunity to understand about prentice when he talked about him very early in his press conferences he mentioned him before anybody really ever realized how good he was or how much he, they thought he was going to play. Uh, this told the people that were in competition with him where he was. He proved to be where Coach said he was uh, in that particular case. You're just going to have people down the line who, if, if they play a little bit more than they have been playing, and this big this game is going to be, you know, I said it was a blue play, but it's be a tough game. Uh, you know, it, it'll be an opportunity to – substitute or to start out with somebody different provided that uh, and no uh, you have a long long conference and meeting with your your offensive staff with your defensive staff and then with all of your people together all of your coaches together the coaches are a lot smarter than the people that uh, uh, think they are and so uh, do you make mistakes sure but uh, there are people who who came and, and the answer to the, the thing to them is, I told you so. I told you what you weren't going to play as much as, you know, you should have been. Th- those kinds of things are said to them. And if they're not strong, and if they have a buddy who is a little bit worse off than they are, then uh, it's a little bit easier for you and I to go down the road if you and I go down the road together than it is be going down the road by myself. Yeah, I just think even a guy like uh... – Trey Sanders. I'm not saying he's transferring at all, but a guy like that, he will have options. These guys will have, and I'm talking about good options. I'm not talking about uh, low level options. So that would scare me a little bit because when you start losing your depth, and then uh, then you really run into some problems. And maybe we're there now with the receiving core. A lot of these guys transferred out to them at Texas, and not even I don't think they're doing anything. But now you're no. I don't relying on true freshmen there. I will right, we'll take this break. You give us a call. Am I right about that? Am I wrong? We got a couple calls. Hold up. And what would you do? Uh, to Jermaine Burton, Joe says half a game. I say lecture, and Dad says he could go. He got on the middle of the fence and said he could go either way. Two men in a truck out at thirteen thirty Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today: two zero five two four seven five zero five zero two. 
Men are truck movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks, but we are starting to see a buildup of traffic on McFarland coming into Northport from West Tuscaloosa County, especially heavy on McFarland at Lurleen. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is having a whale of a sale. Low, low prices and top dollar for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. Conflict at the Volunteer Fire Department in the Walker County community of Empire has led to the fire chief and six other firefighters walking off the job. Michael Davenport left the department in the unincorporated community due to a disagreement with the department's board. That leaves just two firefighters for the department. However, Walker County 911 says the area residents will be covered for fire and medical response by mutual aid from other departments. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Has the pandemic affected your business? Even with more and more customers going online in the past five years, online business has grown greatly due to the pandemic. Now more than ever, it's important to have... Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Alabama's weather will stay dry through the weekend. A good supply of sunshine today. Tuscaloosa's high 75. Clear tonight, the low at 48. And for tomorrow and Sunday, beautiful fall weather. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 75 and 78. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 40 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. I got several phone calls here. Hold on, get through them real quick. Uh, get to the Yellowwood hotline, get Pat into the show. Good morning, Pat. Hey, Pat. Barry, I agree with you. Good morning, Coach. But, uh, I'm, my thinking on it is she was where she was not supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, she took her life into her own hands when she crossed that fence that a, a goal post could have fell on her and killed her. <laughs> Anything could have happened. Yeah. You know, and uh I don't think that legally uh there's any she has any repercussions toward uh uh anybody other than uh herself for trespassing that uh and uh, my, it's just my feeling. I would handle it internally. Nobody would know what, if any, punishment the young man had. Uh, because, I mean, but hey, hey, we do need to reinforce that there's cotton picking cameras every darn where now. 
and and you would have known that she probably had a GoPro camera uh, on going over the fence. Bless her heart. That is. But uh, it's just ridiculous that we're still talking about this situation when we got Mississippi State coming in here and uh, that uh, hey, the Pirate is going to be ready to have his quarterback sling the ball all over the place. Uh, but I really think that Bryce – it's going to throw for over 300 yards, and we're going to take care of business. What do you guys think? Uh, well, Dad obviously thinks that. Uh, he, he thinks Alabama – uh, needs to have a clean performance. I think he thinks he will. If that's, he blue plated it, then, uh, he's, he's picking it to be more than 21 there. And I, I would think he's probably right. Night game here, homecoming. Uh, coach wants to play well. We'll see what, what kind of character this team has and hopefully they can go out and take care of business, Pat. Oop. Sorry. I just accidentally clicked you off, Pat. Sorry about that. All right. Right to the, uh, back to the, uh, Yellowwood hotline. Pat, feel free to call back, uh, and get Bryce into the show. Good morning, Bryce. Hey, first of all, good. Good morning, Coach and Barry uh, and Joe. Uh, first of all, you're right. I'm with you on that. You know, uh, and it ain't nobody's business what he does. Yeah. You know, but uh, I want to know the story about the foot. I, did I miss something? I just got a boot on, Bryce. I got a stress fracture in my foot. They told me I got to be in this boot for five weeks, so... Is it, is it because you put too much you put too much uh, weight on doing something? Yeah, or what? I, I'm not sure, Bryce. I'm not sure, but it's been hurt me for it about could a be, month. Uh, but I'll be honest. Like, like as we get older, things happen, and it could right. be one of those type deals. Yes, right? sir. Yes, All sir. right. Well, I was just uh, curious. I heard you talking about it. I didn't know about. It. I hope it gets well. Thank you, Bryce. You know. All right. Thank you, sir. But I, all right. All right, buddy. I'll talk to y'all later. Thank you, Bryce. Bye. Have a great weekend. All right. Back up to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Tom in the show. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom Barry. Coach, how are y'all? We're good. How are you, buddy? I'm good. Uh, you know, to me, what stands out, and I, and I could be wrong, but uh, uh, I think the only logical way to look at this is a failure on the conference part and a failure on the adults that run uh, security and run the events at the stadium in Knoxville. There's the problem. Uh, the, the SEC is... is, is uh, if you watch that game, uh, the officiating was shabby at best. Uh, the security at the end of the game was shabby at best. The, you know, these these uh, football players are kids. They're big, fast, and strong, but they're still kids. And you know what? They need direction. And, and obviously, some of these fans need to be uh, uh, pepper sprayed. And, uh, and, and or whatever it takes. I mean, you have got to secure that field, and it's a failure on the adults in this situation to do what had to be done. This is stupid to be up here talking about Jermaine Burton. He should never have been in that situation. And the, the adults in the room need to get their act together. They're idiots, and it was proven Saturday in that football game. How would you keep them off the field, Tom, just out of curiosity? Shoot them. <laughs> Tom, come on. You can't shoot them. Seriously, how would you what keep them that? off the field? How, what, if you what, got, got 30,000 people getting ready to come on the field, how are you going to keep them off the field? Shoot them. You can't and, shoot uh, them? Shoot well, them. Well, everybody that shot them would have to go to prison. That's true. But guess what? <laughs> Next game, they wouldn't do it. Hey. Shoot them? What if it was no, your daughter? 
I mean, this is, we got some no little girls just happy. No she just come out of the field. She's I've never seen them beat, beat Alabama. They are rules in place for a reason. You obey them. You break them. And just like my daddy told me, he said, you know, the law says you got one phone call if you go to jail. Mate, damn sure that phone call ain't to me. Shoot them? No, you got to come up with a better solution than that. No, uh, no. I shouldn't have said that, but I, Shoot I, I got bullets. Rubber bullets. Right here. See, I don't, I don't really – I think you got to – I think Nick Saban – and I'm not blaming Jermaine Burton. You know that because I said don't suspend him. I think he's got to educate his team. Like, that's who you are. If you're John Calipari, you got to talk to your team prior to the season and say, guys, look. We are everybody's national championship, okay? If we happen to lose a game on the road, they're coming on the floor. So right now, let's go ahead and decide right now when it's over, we're just going to get to the locker room as fast as we can. Don't put your hands on. I think you have to educate them. I mean, and look at the how – I mean, how much did the SEC send to each school this year, Tom, when they, at the end when they sent them those checks? All right, so $60 million. So what are they going to do? All right, Tennessee, you're going to get – we're gonna take that hundred thousand out of that check. We said you're gonna get gonna get fifty nine million nine hundred. What is that, Joe? If you took a hundred thousand out of sixty million, what's your check now, Joe? <laughs> We're not very good at fifty nine million nine hundred ninety thousand. But I, I mean, a hundred thousand dollars ain't nothing. I mean, they spend that much eating lunch in Knoxville. Yeah. So these fines aren't really any big deal. But you start fair, talking. My, my whole thing. My whole thing is this right here. It, the people that are in charge of events have to, have to do a better job. Uh, I t- can I take back uh, what I said about shooting people? Yeah. Will y'all forgive me for saying that? Yeah. I know I didn't you really, really mean that. But all right, <laughs> let's say this, Tom. Let's say you spent – I'm curious what Dad would do. Let's say you spent an extra – Fifty thousand dollars to have the security there, just in case you were to pull the upset, and then Alabama goes in there and beats you forty nine to nothing. And you just spent fifty thousand on cops that you didn't need, or do you have them on standby? Say if this game gets to the fourth quarter, and it's I mean, can, how do you do it? How do you keep them off the field when it's when it's a situation like when Tennessee hadn't won in fifteen years? Well, well you, you uh, sorry. Go ahead, Dad. How do you no, keep them off? I, I think I just think that uh, if you're going to go that go a direction to try to do that every time that you're going to have to fence it uh, prior to the season starting, take a long, which is not good at all, wire fence so they can see through and fence it all the way, all the way around where they can't, you know, where it's more difficult to get out by fencing it. And I don't think I don't think that's a good solution. But that's about all you can do. And Matthew uh, sends me a Facebook saying, "Hey, Barry, great way to keep the fans from rushing the field, threaten forfeit for the win. Uh, the fear of forfeiting that win would scare fans back into the, their seats." Alabama so, fans, if they had lost to Tennessee sixteen times and won, would be at midfield. Yeah, the but so, Alabama, there's no doubt. Yeah, so Matthew, here's the problem. If I'm an Alabama fan, I got a Tennessee shirt in my pocket. If the game gets, I'm gonna throw it on a rusted field. They got a forfeit. How do you know who they're a fan of? <laughs> That's <laughs> so, funny. So, that is hilarious. We got a tragedy. <laughs> I got to buy me a Tennessee shirt. Oh. Yeah, you get you have your Tennessee shirt on. Oh God, we're gonna lose this game. Put that shirt on and storm the field, so they'll forfeit. <laughs> they'll have to no, forfeit. Said, hey Barry, you think of everything. That was a good one there, though. But I, I tell you what, though, I really believe 
uh, laying all jokes aside and smart aleck talk. Uh, you know, the, the, the lead, the SEC and, and the host uh, uh, administration has to take responsibility for this. They really do. And, and, I, and I, if I was uh, <clears throat> Commissioner Sankey, I would call everybody and say, let me tell you something. You better get control of this and, and uh, league-wide. I don't care who it is. See, I, don't, I disagree. I, I don't, don't think you can get control. You can't get control of it. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think you put a bunch of rules in place and we're going to find you a million dollars. We're going to find you two million. We're going to make you four. Because they're coming on the field. Like, they're coming. So you, you it's like when you have a – a team, Tom, and you make all these rules. You got a hundred rules. The guys are going to break the rules, and then now you got to figure out what the crap I'm going to do now. I made that a rule, and now I got to now I got to figure out how I'm going to handle it. I just I just would educate the the teams that like, hey, look, just Jermaine Burton situation. You're not going to keep them off the field. Uh, if you, I don't know how you are unless you surround it with cops, and that still may well. I have seen that before now. I was at uh, uh, Legion Field one Thursday night. Alabama was having to make up a game against Southern Mississippi or something. Coach Franchoni was the coach, blah, 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 pouring rain. Uh, and uh, the city of Birmingham surrounded <laughs> the entire field with policemen. Yeah. Now, and, and I'm guaranteeing nobody was going to rush the field in that game. Yeah. They were uh, ready to get home because it was pouring. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Great stuff, All man. Right, I enjoyed it. Sorry. Right. No, you're good. Just don't shoot them, Tom. That's not a, that's not a solution. <laughs> <laughs> shoot them. I really think he kind of meant that. Riot uh, bullets. Hey, guys, this game's getting close to the fourth quarter. Put your tennis – Joe, get that Alabama shirt off. Put that Tennessee shirt on. We're going on the field. Go <laughs> Yeah. All right, uh, Dad, let's tell them about – what you need is – uh, Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes, if they come on the field and hit you, don't you, Dad? They do that, then you really got something. Uh, tell them about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Well, we talk about them every day um, at the wrong time sometimes, but uh, Prince Glover and Hayes are outstanding attorneys, attorneys that uh, know the law. They know the problems that you have with trying to figure out the law sometimes, but they're at 345 you can uh, give them a call and explain to them the problems that you have, and uh, they will do the very best they possibly can to give you a little bit of an insight as to what direction you need to go, which will be helpful to you. And then after that, go by 701 Rice Mine Road and visit with them in person. They'll have their their, their attorneys there. Uh, they'll be able to put down everything that you feel are problems or things that you where you've been wronged. And they will do an excellent job of representing you when time comes. Prince Clover and Hayes, outstanding people, three four five one two three four. Princelaw.net is the website. If they don't win, you don't pay. You listen to one hundred point nine NC Home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide one hundred point nine sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide Sports Update. Alabama football is dominating in television ratings. Former Alabama player Quinnen Williams wins AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Alabama basketball head coach Nate Oates wants three-point shooting to improve in the 2022-2023 season. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. 
from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks, but we are starting to see a buildup of traffic on McFarland coming into Northport from West Tuscaloosa County, especially heavy on McFarland at Lurleen. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan is having a whale of a sale. Low, low prices and top dollar for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. At Lowe's, every pro is an MVP to us. That's why MVP's rewards members can earn bonus points on select products from brands like DeWalt, Purdy Pen- Night, the low at 48. For tomorrow and Sunday, beautiful fall weather. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 75 and 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 41 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama fans are all over the world, and we are too. Download the Tide 100.9 app right now in the App Store and Google Play, and take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, Yellowwood, yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. They have a booklet there to help you uh, through building that five-star backyard. And when you do it, you want it to last, and you want to use pressure-treated pine from Great Southern Wood. Dad, before we bring it, I just brought Philip in. I thought about this. If they rush to, <laughs> rush to field, Tom, how about this? Instead of shooting them, Dad, how about if you say if they rush the field, then your next home game, you can have no fans, and you have to refund all the tickets. Oh, that won't work. <laughs> that, won't, that won't work. That might get their attention to keep them off the field. The fans may not say, we want to come watch. Well, of course, they probably playing. wouldn't have cared because they said, we were playing Tennessee Martin next game. That's who right. cares? I don't care. Yeah, I don't, don't want to go to that game anyway. All right, we're going to. Turn our attention to little hoops. We also talk football, but uh, he's assistant basketball coach up at the UAB. He was former uh, assistant coach here at Alabama, won SEC championship. Our main man, Philip Pearson. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Hey, Philip. Good. Good. Hey, Coach. Hey, Barry. What um, go ahead, Barry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, before we get to before we get to uh, basketball. UAB is at Western Kentucky, which would be a darn hard game tonight. UAB throws it a lot more under this guy than they did under under the former coach. Um, I don't know whether he, he – I'm, I'm sure you haven't seen a whole lot. You've been too busy with basketball, but it should be a pretty interesting game tonight. Yeah, that's what I hear, Coach. I've been out and, uh, you know, I've seen us play two or three games, uh, Middle Tennessee and uh, saw a couple other ones earlier in the year. Uh, we got a couple good running backs. Pretty good on offense, for sure. Um, ba- uh, basketball wise, uh, how's <clears throat> uh, how things going with you? If you got, do you got, hey, do you have new guys? Did you lose guys? Where are you with your? I know you've been picked real high in in, in the league. Talk a little bit about your team. Well, we, we uh, as we've talked before, you know, we've been heavy in that transfer portal. And, and so we've got – we've only got 12 guys on scholarship this year. So we elected to leave one scholarship open. Uh, of those 12, six of them are new. Five are uh, transfers. And then uh, we got, got one high school kid, a freshman kid from uh, 
from Grissom, played for Jack Doss, who we all have known for a long time. But, um, you know, we've got an older team, Coach, real real old. Uh, I think, and Andy says this to him every now and then, I think we've got six or seven guys that are, quite honestly, uh, they could be in the working world because they, you know, they're in their fifth year of, of yeah. college. And so, um, you know, we've, we've been intentional with that. We've, we've tried to have an older team, uh, you know, some experience, those sort of things. So, uh, you know, and who knows? I know what you think about the polls most of the time and the predictions and the projections and all that stuff. And I see yesterday, I think we were, we were picked to, to win the league and, uh, you know, we've, we've got talented guys. We've got the, the player of the year in the league that's coming back. And we've got a, a young guard kid from Atlanta who was at LSU who has, uh, joined our team this year. And, and, uh, we've had six or eight NBA teams have been in to watch us practice and so forth and so on. So we've, we've got a talented team. We've just got to, got to be sure we got everything right that, you know, we play together and that sort of thing. Uh, Philip, I know coming up, I know you guys, I guess you can, well, I know you can't go into it in depth, uh, but you guys will scrimmage Auburn. Obviously no fans can be there. No Bruce Pearl talked about it. He said new ABs coming down here and they would be in the top half of the SEC. Um, when you guys go to a private scrimmage like that, not necessarily just Auburn, I know you can play two of them a year. Do you try to do a scouting report on what, what the opponent has that you're playing, or do you just is more worried about yourself? Uh, you know, I think uh, a little bit of both, to be honest with you. I mean, obviously, we're talking about ourselves and, and trying to get better, and we've got some things that we're going to uh, work on, and you know, I know that that uh, Andy's spoken with Bruce, and, you know, we kind of know a few things they're going to do. They know a few things we're going to do as far as you know, the type of defenses we're going to play and, and that and that sort of thing. But, yeah, we uh, we started yesterday talking a little bit about things that, that Auburn does, so forth and so on. So we're going to go down there and, uh, you know, I think certainly treat the first 40 minutes uh, like a game as much as we can. We may play another another period, 10-minute uh, period or so after that, uh, just depending on how things, how things go. Uh, Auburn came up to Birmingham last year. And then uh, we're going to go down there and play play Sunday afternoon. So I see Auburn was picked fourth in the SEC, and obviously they've got a, a lot of good things going on down there with the basketball program. So we're uh, we're looking forward to it. It'll certainly be a good good challenge for us and good experience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, recruiting high school kids is a little bit of a slowdown because of, of the transfer portal. Uh, we've talked about that in football and basketball that. Uh, these coaches run to the transfer portal and have people that are, you know, when they have areas, they're they're looking at transfer portal all over to see that because they may know, they may not know a, about a player even when they're not recruiting that particular area. That that in, in football for sure, basketball you look at them from all over the country. Is that is that affecting uh, the recruiting of high school kids? No doubt about it, coach. There is no doubt, and I feel bad, you know, and. Actually, a high school coach called me last night. Hey, coach, I had I got a kid that was thought he was going to go to, you know, this school, but they actually took another guy. So I just want to let you know he's available. You know, if you guys are interested, and in, you know that kind of thing. And so, you know, that conversation, uh, you know, kept moving on, and, and basically, 
you know, we ended up having just, just what you're saying, you know, where he and I are talking about how it's just, you know, the high school kids are being pushed back. You're not one of those top, you know, 75, 100 guys. You know, there's most of us now, we're, we're, we're looking around in the transfer portal, uh, maybe before or certainly as we're looking at high school players. So the high school recruiting cycles are definitely, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's just happening later. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Philip NIL, we, we talk about that. I think Dad has deal maybe where a shoe company was wanting. And these are probably just for the top guys, you know. But I would be curious if a guy was playing at a particular school, and let's say it's uh, here at Alabama and they're a Nike school, and could Adidas come in and offer this kid X number of dollars? I mean, how does that work? Uh, if, if Kansas is an Adidas school, they tell Adidas to go in there and offer. I don't know, Brandon Miller, X number of dollars. Uh, the, the shoe companies getting involved in NIL will be a bad deal all the way around, won't it? <laughs> yeah, I hadn't heard of that yet, but, I mean, I can – there's been a couple scenarios over the years I can remember where a kid, you know, got a foot issue or something or another and trying to get out there in a different kind of shoe and somebody's getting upset. I can remember, and I think this was at Alabama even maybe, that – we were at Nike, of course. I wore Nike at Georgia too, but somebody had on like some Jordans instead of Nikes, you know. And we got a phone call. Hey, he doesn't need to do that again. Matter of fact, it was Jamichael Green. Now that I'm thinking about it, at Alabama, yeah, Jamichael Green had on a different pair of shoes that were, I think, it were Jordans. And uh, we got a phone call. Hey, he doesn't need to wear those shoes anymore. So, uh, you know, uh, that would be a problem. Obviously, and I don't, I don't know. To answer your question with NIL, I, I mean, can somebody try to do that? I guess they could. I, I mean, I, it's just a, uh, it's a slippery slope, as you well know. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, you listen to the football coaches now talk about home field advantage. You, you, you hear all the time Alabama doesn't play as good in football on the on the on the road as they do at home. That's that's a big talk now. Uh, nobody realizes the difficulty that is in basketball. Uh, when you when you talk about you know home floors um, in, in basketball, you're, you're talking about a a high percentage of wins by the home team. Um, do you attribute that to? What do you attribute that to? Do you attribute that? Do you you can't attribute all all the way to officials. Um, <laughs> You you can't you know, you like to, yeah. But but it it's it's uh, it's it's a deal that that it just it is the way it is, and I, I don't, don't it's changed a little bit, Philip. But it hadn't changed to the point that that the higher percentage of teams on the road uh, get beat. Uh, any thoughts on that at all? That I don't have. Well, I, I don't know that I've got any that you don't have, but. Uh, you know, certainly it's, uh, it's difficult to play on the road. Why is it difficult to play on the road? Well, hey, number one, somebody's got a pretty good team. Well, when I got a pretty good team, I, my building is full. Well, yeah. how big is my building? Like at Auburn down there, man, they got it rocking and rolling and it's, yeah. whatever it is, 9,000 and change down there. It's hard to play, uh, you know, at, at Auburn basketball. And, uh, you know, so you get your crowds in there and I know you feel the same way. I think crowds, can impact basketball more than any sport, more than football, more than baseball. There's no doubt about it. And so it's, 
it's hard to play in front of home crowds. And then you you got the officiating piece, and you know, way back when we were playing for you, coach, I can remember we, you know, hey, if you had a guy like Don Rutledge or John Clockerty on the road, you know, you you felt like those guys were were strong enough and tough enough to make a call. You know, like today, Ted Valentine, he doesn't care. So if you got him on the road, hey, let's roll with it. Let's, you know, he'll he'll make a call. There's a lot of guys that will. But some of those young guys, you roll in there and you got two or three young guys on the road and you're thinking, I don't, I don't like this, this crew as much as I would like a, another one, you know, an older or more veteran type of crew. So there's a lot of things that go into it. No doubt about it. Uh, Phil, the coach at uh, Baylor, coach Drew, and I know Deb poo pooed it, but as I think about it, he wants to take the NCAA tournament to 128. Now, really, that only makes it one more round. Uh, and teams like UAB, uh, even we were at Arkansas Little Rock the year that we, uh, sorry, Dad, to bring this up, lost to New Orleans. Uh, we were deserved to be in the NCAA tournament, but you weren't going to make the top, you weren't going to be in the top, you weren't going to get one of the bids. But at 128, we probably would have. Is Scott Drew right about this? You take these teams like the Little Rocks or if, and maybe UAB would get in even if you don't. Uh, win your tournament, but there'll be somebody in your conference that probably is worthy of being in this tournament better than a lot of teams in it, and they get left out because there's not enough spots. Adding that many teams only adds one round to the tournament. Uh, if you're at Kansas or maybe some of these bigger schools, it doesn't really mean anything to you because you're going anyway. Is that is he right about that? Bump it up one more round, you add another 64 teams? Well, I don't. I don't know if he's right. I saw a little bit about it. I think it'd be, I think it'd be interesting. And you know, of course, as as both of you well know, that the talk on all of that with the NCAA tournament, hey, we got to move it back, do all these kind of things, is the the television contract and the Masters tournament that's the you know the week after the Final Four. So they got a lot of things to move before they start adding teams. Would be my guess. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, that'd be interesting. And I know as as basketball coaches and. You know, you look around for the football, for example, and you, you know, every head coach that I've ever, you know, been with in college basketball, I, I think, I mean, it always comes up. You know, you're watching all these bowl games, and uh, this bowl and that bowl. and Hugh Durham you know, was a master. He had down the percentage of what your percentages were to go to a bowl. <laughs> and believe me, it ain't that hard to get to a bowl. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I mean, I... I mean, literally, I think it's isn't it like 50 percent. Yeah, of at least I ain't higher than that. They, you know, or bowling. So, uh, you know, we got three hundred and fifty some odd teams. I think now playing Division One basketball, and, and we take uh, you know sixty eight. And uh, I'm not a mathematician, but that ain't fifty percent. So, uh, anyway, I don't know. That'd be interesting uh, to see how how that comes about. I saw a little bit of the headlines that Scott Drew and somebody else had. I'm surprised Dad's so against it because when he was in Little Rock, we'd have loved to. Wouldn't you love to have creeped in that tournament, Dad? Is that one shot didn't keep us out of the NCAA tournament? That will give some of these teams that opportunity. Well, well you're sure true about it's true about that one. <laughs> that, that particular year, I would have. Well, that happens every year, though, to somebody. You know, I guess. It does. I guess. It does. I just. I just think that 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 you know you're playing. You play for a lot of things, trying to get into the NCAA tournament, and you're fans come out to see that particular game because of that and you talk about I just um I just think adding teams is is not good. I think in particular case that Barry's mentioned with me was 
yeah, that was a, probably the most disappointing, maybe the most disappointing game that I've ever coached in. <laughs> Barry, uh, don't worry, he hadn't forgot it. He brought it up to me in a phone call. I, I know, I, and that. I hate to bring it up. But, but, oh, that's okay. <laughs> but it's, uh, but you you remember those games. The, the question to me would be, you know, we're kind of talking about two different things as far as, I mean, I didn't read Scott Drew's stuff. I just have heard it, saw the headlines a little bit. But, hey, Scott Drew, is he wanting, you know, uh, uh, more of these Power Five-type teams in? Or is he saying that, hey, if Little Rock wins the Sun Belt, they're going to, you know, have a bid? Or if UAB wins Conference USA but gets beat on a last-second shot, are they going to be in? Like, what? Yeah. Who's he saying is going to benefit from that? And that's Well, it's even a- like uh, Joe's – Said this, and if you're in Alabama, you have a different circumstances than everybody else. But uh, he's saying, why expand the football playoff? So if it was at 12, Alabama fans really wouldn't be that worried right now. They would say, you know what, we're still at least going to be in the 12. Uh, so it wouldn't, that Tennessee loss wasn't quite stung as what, but you know, Ole Miss or somebody like that, it gives them an opportunity. So it probably depends on what school you're sitting at as to whether. What you for there in these situations? All right, Philip. Before we let you get out, when does the season start? Uh, everything's getting close. Yeah, well, we're going to play. I believe it's uh, Monday, uh, November the sixth or seventh, uh, coming up, and and uh, so we open our season here at home with Alabama State, and then we're going on the road uh, that Friday night. We got a tough game. We're playing a neutral game in Philadelphia, uh, and we're playing Toledo. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a bar. <laughs> Barstool Sports. It's going to be interesting. Barstool Sports is putting on this game in Philadelphia, so mm. uh, we're going to we're going to head up there and play Mississippi State. I can't remember who they're playing. Now. Mississippi State is playing uh, opposite us. It's a it's a four game deal or a four team deal, two games. So that'll be interesting. Uh, we've got a tough trip to West Virginia. Got South Carolina coming into Birmingham, and uh, we've actually got a conference game or two just right before Christmas. So it's. Uh, it's here. Got to get ready. Yeah, I'll be here before you know it. Philip, as always, we appreciate it, my man. Thanks, Philip. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, we'll get to break here. We'll get my main man, Mike Brown, in. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got a couple of wrecks on the board now. We got one on McFarland eastbound at Rice Mine with lane blockage and delays. Another wreck on McFarland westbound. This is at 26th Avenue. That's at the Budget Inn in Northport. Now, if you see other conditions, just give me a call. Townsend Nissan is having a whale of a sale. Low, low prices and top dollar for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. At Chicken Salad Chick, they make their food from scratch every day using fresh quality ingredients. They have 12 flavors of chicken salad, plus soup, side sandwiches, and dessert. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Welcome back to the Inside the Locker Room, right to the Alabama One Hotline, www.alabamaone.org. We'll get Mike Brown in the show. Good morning, Mike. Hey, good morning. Happy Friday, guys. Good morning. How you doing, my man? Man, I've had a, had a rough week, but I'm doing okay. Doing a lot better now. You sick? Hey, I got caught a little bit under the weather, but definitely yeah, you need to bit. come to my house. Everybody in my house around me is... Uh, sick, but my wife and I—they're all. I mean, I'm talking about real sick. So uh, I think it's going around. So uh, take care of yourself. But we know Mike Brown's going to show up, rain, sleet, or shine. He can play sick. Uh, tell us what's going on with Alabama One, Mike. 
people. Like, I, I, as much as I appreciate that, Barry, we have a great team at Alabama One, and it's not just me. There's a group and dozens and dozens and dozens of well-talented people to help you with your financial needs, and that's something that we talk about occasionally, and that's something that we just want to continue to champion is the people at Alabama One that are there to help you. Whether you're going in just intimidated with questions about, hey, mortgage interest rates are concerning because they're high. How do I handle this? We have a whole team that can talk to you about that. I, I had a discrepancy in my account or I need to move money from one account. We have team members that can help with that. And so as much as we champion, oh, we have all these great branches and we have these great electronic tools with your mobile app and your online banking, we have great people at the core of it working those systems, working with our membership and providing first-class member service for your financial needs. Uh, I know you guys got the car special going on with the extended loan and all that. It ends at the end of this month. Uh, as long as they get it in, get the process started before the end of October, are they okay? How does that work, Mike? Yeah, so we're running up at the end of October. On Halloween, we're going to end out that promotion. And just real quick, sim- simplify it. If you purchase or finance with Alabama One, refinance a current car loan or go get a new one, you can save money with a great low rate as low as one nine nine. You get no payment for up to 60 days. And then you get the $250 cash back. And something that's just really cool about what Alabama One has done is that uh, vehicle prices have increased over the past one, two, and three years. We've extended the terms on our used autos to make the payment more affordable. And then we got that special program that we can do new vehicles with a couple of asterisks by it for up to 96 months to make that payment affordable for you and your family. So check out alabamaone.org. That promo is going to end at the end of the month. And we've talked about it for several weeks here on the show and see if we can't get you in to lock in those savings and get those extra benefits, like the no payment for 60 days and the extra cash back in your pocket before uh, before time runs out. Well, Mike, it sounds like I know you don't feel well, I can tell uh, by listening to you, but I uh, appreciate you uh, calling in and being part of the segment. You probably need a week off. The Florida State Seminoles are off this week as well, so everybody uh, get, some, get some soup this weekend, get a lot of rest, and be ready to roll. <laughs> Uh, next week. Uh, so we appreciate you taking time uh, to be on with us this morning, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, we appreciate the support, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. There's Mike Brown with Alabama One. Go to www.alabamaone.org. All right, we get back from break. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, my main man, Coach uh, Kyle Fuller. Uh, he's out at Tuscaloosa Academy doing a great job. He had to step in this week, Joe. Uh, Coach Josh Wright was having a baby. Kyle stepped in, got the victory. I'm going to see if he counts that on his record. Does he give that uh, win to Josh right there at Tuscaloosa Academy? We want to thank Treasure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, guys, believe me, you don't want it. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. Listen, Todd, 100.9 to see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got a couple of wrecks on the board now. We got one on McFarland eastbound at Rice Mine with lane blockage and delays. Another wreck on McFarland westbound. This is at 26th Avenue. That's at the Budget Inn in Northport. Now, if you see other conditions, just give me a call. Townsend Nissan is having a whale of a sale. Low, low prices and top dollar for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. The two words we live by. The coach we follow. All right, blow the horn. Let's go. The famous call we love to hear. Instruction. Bo Bounds is going to be a part of our show. Lee Sterling, the professional handicapper. That's coming up all starting at 2 o'clock on the Friday edition of the game here on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. 
the longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The Game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. A Town Square media station. One man to beat. You can forget about it. Touchdown, Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. All-State Insurance agent Andrew Knipper. He's my agent. Let Andrew become yours out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Don't just pay your bill. Know what you're paying. Let Andrew take great care of you. He's been doing it for me over a year and a half now, and he's uh, everything I need, he's got it taken care of. Give him a call. Let him run a quote for you. 205 722 Zero one. All right, we uh, have our high school segments uh, on Thursdays and Fridays, and uh, Tuscaloosa Academy. We all talk all things Tuscaloosa Academy. Appreciate this uh, Ray Cole and the Tax uh, Group over there that is making this possible today. Uh, we got a special guest, Dad. He is the uh, special teams and the wide receivers coach, but also Dad. He coached with Larry Blakely out at uh, at Troy. Uh, so this is really his first opportunity. Uh, the coach in high school uh, was at Troy and at Faulkner, and maybe you can get some Larry Blakeney stories from him. Uh, Dad, Coach Kyle Fuller. Good morning, Kyle. How you doing, my man? Hey, Kyle. Good morning. Uh, hey, good, good morning, Coach. How you doing? Thanks for having good. me. Did Larry yeah. Blakeney ever say anything to you about Wimp, uh, Kyle, when you were working no. with him down there at Troy? No. No, he he, he did not. We t- we talked a lot. You know, he's from he's from Pickens County, where I'm from. So yeah. we we kind of stayed stayed in the Pickens County area. But uh, yep. but I, but I didn't know that. I got a lot of great Coach Blakeney stories. Yeah, well, uh, talk a little bit about uh, the season so far. Uh, you know, it's your uh, first time really to coach high school. And obviously, it's your second year there. There's a lot of difference between high school and college. You guys have done a great job. Uh, Clint, second place in the region there. So you get a home game in the playoffs, but you got a game, a big game tonight. Uh, so you got to get the regular season. Just talk about how it's going so far. It's going pretty good. So uh, we're six and two. We had the we had the two losses back to back to ASA and Alice two two really good teams that, that have proven uh, good teams. Um, the the Sullivan win was kind of our our first test in a close game. So I was really proud of of the way uh, the, the, our guys responded and 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 closed out a big re, uh, region road win there uh, on the road. And of course we got Cold Springs coming up to. Uh, the, to end our regular season region game, so a big one, another big one on the road that we gotta we gotta kind of take care of business and and uh, and see if we can um, um, just finish out the year strong. Yeah, uh, Dad. Last Friday uh, they had a game, and their head the head coach uh, was having a baby uh, that day. So Kyle, uh, Coach Fuller, had to take the reins over, become the head coach. Should he? And they won. Uh, <laughs> should he put that on his record, Dad, or should he? Uh, be like Mike Shashesky and, and like, you know, I know Mike Shashesky would always take the wins, uh, even whether he was there or not, or should he give the, give the victory, uh, to Josh? Uh, 
Well, I'd give it to Josh and take the win too. I'd, I'd give it a double double shot. <laughs> I put a I put a there we go. I put an asterisk on there saying I, I coached him, but we'll give both of you credit. Yeah, uh, we're talking with Coach Kyle Fuller at Tuscaloosa Academy. Uh, Coach, talk a little bit about the difference maybe between me to Troy and Faulkner. Uh, football still football, uh, but coaching right. the high school kids is there a difference there? Or is is football just football? Football is just football, um, but I, I, I will say this. The, the kids in high school tend to listen a lot more, so really? you've got to be careful what you're telling them. Yeah, those, those guys in college think they know it all, yeah. so, uh, so you've got to kind of uh, tell them two or three times. A lot of these kids, we've got some really good listeners. Uh, you know, you tell them one thing, tell, tell them to do it, and they, and they get it done right then. So you got you got to re- – you know, they're paying attention and locked on to every word. It's kind of like – Kind of like young kids are. I teach uh, elementary school PE, so you got they're locked on and listening. So, uh, so that's really a main difference. Um, um, but we got a good group of guys. Well, I need you to teach me that that uh, technique. Is that guys don't listen to me? <laughs> not all of them. Oh, not okay. all of them. Now. They, they not all of them. They don't listen to me. So maybe I don't know. I can figure out the formula of that. <laughs> that that sounds great, uh, Kyle. I know you watch a lot of film. I, I do too. Uh, just mm-hmm. to, how much can you give a high school kid? What do you guys do in the film room? What are you looking for when you when you turn on the film that can help you on Friday nights? I treat it just just like I did in college. So so my preparation, I I, I try to get every angle, every shot, and I group it together. So uh, so I'm breaking it down in order, and I really kind of sink into the to the opposing special team side of the ball and 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 kind of what they're doing in the defensive back area so my receivers can have a good plan. I'll put together a cut-up uh, for special teams of kind of their, their highlights and lowlights and, and do the same thing for receivers and kind of share it with them. And, and, you know, Coach does a good job of giving me – Coach Wright does a good job of giving me time to meet with those guys, give, giving me all the resources I need to and the time I need to, you know, sit down with them and, and take them through those things. And I really think they get excited for it, and uh, and I really think it helps us on, on Friday night in our preparation. Yeah, Dad. Anything, uh, anything special on, te- on this next game that's different than the rest of the games? Um, they're not going to really give us a chance on uh, on kickoff return. Um, that they're, they're going to try to squib it, bun it, keep it away from us back deep. Um, so we got to re- do a really good job of just possessing the ball. That's our main goal on kickoff returns: possessing the ball. So that's kind of a, a, a wrinkle they got for us that we got to be ready for. Uh, Coach, uh, talk to me a little bit about. Uh, penalties and discipline. You know, that's all we've been talking about with Alabama. Uh, they go to Tennessee. They don't coach them to jump off sides. <laughs> the kids just sometimes right. do things. Right. What are some things that you can do, and maybe they're doing out at Alabama as a football coach, to try to get a little more discipline in there to where that, that yellow flag's not always laying on the field? Well, I mean, I know Coach Saban's catching a lot of flack, you know, this week, but He's had a lot of turnover in coaches, and, yeah. and at the end of the day, it's still 18- to 22-year-old kids. And yeah. That's what makes college football great. It's still young kids. They're going to make mistakes because they're young. And you know the coaches has, has beat it in their brains to, to you know not jump off sides, not grab that face mask, not pass interference. But those those things still happen in the heat of a moment. It's still split-second decisions that these 18-, 22-year-olds have to make. So um, that that's why it's always even we had a string of face mask penalties against Sullivan that – that kind of hurt us. We had like three or four back to back, so we kind of felt this pain there on Friday night, the night before. So um, I, I don't know what the yardage was, but it was. We, we kind of helped them out a little too much. We had some self-inflicted wounds that we needed to kind of kind of straighten up ourselves. 
Yeah, well, you're, I know you do special teams, and you guys don't have the numbers, so people got to play both ways. You probably have some guys that, right. that play everything. But I was always amazed uh, with special teams. Even in Alabama, you look out there, and Trent Richardson or Derrick Henry's on the kickoff team, and you're like, oh, my right. goodness, you're going to get those guys hurt. But coach doesn't worry about that. you got to get your best players on the field. Is that That's kind right. of your, your philosophy there with the special teams? Yeah, yes, sir, and, and kudos again to Coach Wright because he kind of gives us free reign on that. He's 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 hard, never once said, "Hey, don't don't put this guy there, don't put that guy there." He kind of lets me lets me do it, and 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 you, I mean, the the best guys aren't always. I mean, those guys play Trent Richardson. I'm sure he played defense in high school too. You know, or, or most a lot of those guys did. They know how to break down and make a tackle, and you can teach it into them if they can. If they're explosive and can run really fast, and they're coachable. Um, that's the main thing on special teams. You got to have coachable guys because you don't have a lot of time during practice to 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 implement stuff and to really harp on things. So you got to have really coachable guys, guys you can depend on. And and I I take care of most of our two way players. I won't put them on all four special teams. I say take care of them, but I'll only put them on one or two. And and I know the two way guys. If they say, "Hey, coach, I need a blow on this one," you know, I got yeah. a good backup ready for them. Yeah, no so, doubt. It's, it's, it's a puzzle you're putting together. It's just a puzzle. You're putting the right pieces together. Well, uh, Coach, we'll let you get out. I know it's a big game tonight. Then you got the last home game. It, it, man, it goes fast uh, with Holt. Then you got the playoffs coming right around the corner. You guys seem to be peaking at the right time. I know how hard you guys work at work at it there. And uh, so congratulations on a successful season so far. But I know you guys want to finish up strong. Yes, sir, we do. Yes, sir, we do. We we got we got uh we got Cold Springs tonight. So um I really wanna really wanna thank everybody, uh especially the players for last week, kinda helping me helping me get through my first little first little uh test there and, and Coach Crest, Coach Mike, Coach Stockton, Coach Bradford, they all our other assistant coaches really really were in my ear and on, on the on the on the headphones kinda kinda helping me out the whole game. So so it was truly a team win and a real great test for our team. So we're looking forward to the playoffs and, and looking forward to Cold Springs tonight taking care of the regular season. Thank tell, you so I, much for having us. Yeah, hey, I tell Coach Wright, y'all don't really need him. He can stay at home tonight. Right. Y'all, y'all did pretty well without him. We, so. we got it. Yeah, he can stay, he can stay at the house. <laughs> Take right. care of Howie. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. I'll see you later Thank on you. today. Thank you, Coach. Thank y'all so much. All right. Appreciate y'all. All right, there's Coach Kyle Fuller. And he, Joe, you talk about a guy that wakes up with energy. Now, this guy has some energy and uh, does a good job out there. Uh, for the Tuscaloosa Academy. All right, we'll take this break. I got that. I got to find out from Coach Sonny Smith how to weigh that towel uh, tomorrow at parking cars. You think he's a good guy to give me some advice there? Somebody hands you a 50 to say, you know what? Sorry, sir, I don't have any change. Is that one way to do it? Yeah, I think so. Just you, you, did, you, did you mean for me to keep this? That's what you need to say. <laughs> and you, but no, no, before he answers, you turn your back and go to the next car. Yeah, and, they go, and then say, move on, move it on. Joe, I think that can make some money tomorrow. Do you do you tip the guy that's parking your car? Why? Because the guy needs a tip. Why? Yeah. Because he's. Yeah. Should I wear some holy jeans out you, there? You can, you can tip him and get another job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you doing out here? I think we're gonna be there so early. I gotta be there from nine to twelve. The people aren't even gonna be awake. Uh, just to make sure nobody goes into the lot. So I may not even get to park a car. All right, Royal Cleaners, pick up and delivery. They're trying to make life easy for you. 205-391-0034. You dial them up. They come to you. They pick up all the laundry, get it cleaned up, and they'll deliver it right back. 
If you want to drop it off there, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue North, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. Uh, they take great care of me. Let them do the same for you. 205-391-0034. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Friday morning, Alabama native and UA grad Bill Smith is heading a nationwide movement. It's called Mental Health Now Campaign. The goal of the organization is to improve mental health policies across the country. Smith is urging political candidates from both parties to sign a pledge to support greater mental health care availability, promotion of wellness, and early prevention, as well as better crisis response. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley, Townsquare Media, Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic really looks pretty good for a Friday morning. Now, if you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan is having a whale of a sale, low, low prices, and top dollar for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Has the pandemic affected your business? Even with more and more customers going online in the past five years, online business has grown greatly due to the pandemic. Now more than ever, it's important to have... Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking... Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Alabama's weather will stay dry through the weekend. A good supply of sunshine today. Tuscaloosa's high 75. Clear tonight, the low at 48. Tomorrow and Sunday, beautiful fall weather. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 75 and 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best station in the state, breaking down Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. On the bank of the river stood a running bear, young Indian brave on the other side of the river stood his lovely Indian maid a little white dove Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Get right to the Alabama One Hotline. Go to www.alabamaone.org and bring in our main man, our favorite guy down in Auburn, Coach Sonny Smith. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good Good morning. How's everybody today? We're good, Coach. I need. Uh, I need some, my, go ahead, Dad. I'll get my. Advice. No, no, you go ahead. No, no, you go. That's better. Yeah, better Coach. I need some advice. I need some help. And Dad you got it. said you got it. he said you are the one to come to. <laughs> Alabama <laughs> is taking on Mississippi State tomorrow, yeah. and my son's baseball team has secured a parking lot where they can go, and they park, and we park cars, and they get to keep the money the baseball program so all right i am in charge tomorrow of parking the cars uh there and so once we get the lot full we're good somebody said take the white hanky and wave it uh, i'm asking dad if a guy hands me a 
of 50. Should I say I have no change and hope he'll tip me? He said, well, you need to ask Sonny about all. He knows all the tricks of the trade when it comes to parking. <laughs> so could you help me yeah. out here? This will be my first well, time. Just, uh, park just car. tell him that uh, you got to go get change <laughs> and you'll be back. <laughs> and the people behind him will make sure that he moves. <laughs> you won't have to worry about it. Just, just, I got to go get change. And tell him you got to go get it from your dad. <laughs> They'll know you won't be back. <laughs> Go hide in the bathroom to the guy leaves. <laughs> yeah, just hide, hide. Make sure your gone time. The game's over too. Now you might remember on the way out. Here's the next question: Do you have a sign telling them how much, or do you determine based on the kind of car they got? Whatever you, the guy pulls up there in a Porsche. I mean, he can pay fifty bucks. The guy's got a little beat up jalopy. You probably send him to the Cub Scout lot. Uh, how do you handle the cars that you want to bring in as far as making the most money? Don't mention until they come up. Don't mention until they come up how much it is. Okay. No. Just when they walk up. And if it's a big, long Cadillac, uh, uh, like limp guys, uh, say that'd be 50 bucks. <laughs> 25 for the other guy. Yes, I think that's right. How, you how, don't how tell them. If you let them pull up, then the cars get in behind them. Then there's they got nowhere to go. They got to pay the price then, right? Because there's nowhere they can't oh, get out. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Set the, set them the price is 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 charged by how long the car is and how big the tires are. Yeah. So, hey, the you, tractor pulls up, charging them hundred dollars. Huh? Tell them you pull one more block, they're charging twenty more dollars down there. You can walk one extra block for twenty dollars, can't you? Uh, That's well. exactly right. <laughs> Do a good selling job, but don't sell too long because it packs people up behind you. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think I'm good now. Get the money. Get the money fast and run with it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, Sonny. Yeah, uh, tell me. Tell me, Dad's giving autographs where they pull in. Oh, and that'll yeah, help. Boy, that'll really be mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the new coach, football coach at LSU, Brian Kelly, yes. has said that um, he is convinced that the officials uh, don't like a guy from up north. Now I know I know how you used to brown. I used to watch you brown those officials when you shook hands with them before games, especially for my game. Yes. Yeah, you would say, "How's your mother? Uh, how's, yeah, yeah. How's you, you know how things with you? Have you been you know all that crap you put out? What's your advice to Brian Kelly when he comes out publicly now in today's paper and says that uh, the fishers up north don't don't care for him? Just uh, t- change that to the officials don't care for him, no matter where he's from. Tell them them going to charge the same." They're going. They're going. He's going to be as hard on one as is the other, and then that he. It doesn't matter to him where they're from, and they shouldn't do them. But well, you he, know what? He, he looks like a hard hit. He looks like like a hard grinner to me. I mean, I think he jumps people pretty good a lot. I don't think he. You know, he he didn't say a word in the first game against Florida State until they had a controversial call as a number of seconds on the clock as the ball went out of bounds. Uh, when the mm-hmm. ball was out of bounds, and how much time was on the clock? And then he went yeah. down there. He went down there and made his remarks to the officials. But he never said anything to a player coming off the field. Um, you know, they're playing Ole Miss. The reason I say that this week is a huge game. LSU Ole Miss is always a huge game. And, oh yeah, uh, it's. Uh, he, he never he never said anything. Did you watch his demeanor on the sidelines at all in that game? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. I, I think there's a lot of head coaches that uh, 
uh, don't make any uh, statements to players hardly except tap them on the helmet uh, unless it's a real bad play. I think they let the uh, they let the the assistants coach in charge of the position that they're playing do most of the jumping of the player talking to him when he come off. But I, I just think that's a general thing. But I don't know. I don't know how everybody does it. Um, those had SEC media days uh, very poorly. Uh... Uh, publicized, nobody knew about it, uh, but they did just have it. Bruce Pearl was probably the, sh- the star of the show. I guess he's always going to be the star of the show. He told a story, Coach, about that he got a text message from K.D. Johnson saying, thanks for always having my back. And he was confused, didn't know what it, so he called Stephen Pearl and said, what did K.D. do? He telling me thanks for having my back. <laughs> what did he do wrong? <laughs> He said, well, Everything. Coach, to my knowledge, he he didn't do anything wrong. So he called him and said, Kate, why'd you send that to to my dad? He said, well, I just I got my first NIL check, and I just wanted to thank, <laughs> thank him for this true story. Thanks for having my back. He lets me, Coach understands me. He lets me be who I am. He lets me uh, act the way I want to act, and a lot of coaches wouldn't do that. I think J.D. Johnson's 100% right about that. that he kind of yeah, he, he lets him kind of. And you know what? The guy plays really, really hard for me. Probably is very appreciative of getting that NIL check. Just talk about Pearl in the player relationship. Well, I think uh, he's the kind of guy that a lot of coaches would jump all the time because he his interaction with players on the other team and his own team, and when he makes a mistake, the uh, the tirade to see he'll go through. But the, the thing, I think the thing that Bruce Pearl understands is how good he is. He can score on anybody, and he can make the outside shot as well as the drive. He's better on the drive, and uh, he he uh, he works really hard on defense. And Bruce likes that. He uh, he's a defensive seller. His team plays really hard. And KD's one of the guys that plays extremely hard for him. But he's got a lot of these quirks, and he's also got a lot of these things in practice that he does. And I think uh, Bruce just turns his head and ignores him, and I think that helps a little bit. And uh, you know, or some coaches would be all over him. And it, uh, I think, I think Bruce knows who to jump and who not to jump. And I think he just lets him go because he knows he'll play hard on everybody. Yeah, he uh, really plays hard. Yeah. yeah. Sonny, this this is a team that's um, I don't believe it's going to shoot. I, I, I think Alabama the same way. It's a team that's not going to make as many threes as it's been making. It's not going to shoot as well outside as it generally has been shooting. I don't. It's know funny you would say that. that. It, it's funny you would say that. If I was thinking to myself, I went to practice the other day, and I'm, I was thinking to myself, who's going to take the big shot? Who's going to make the big shot? Last year, you pretty much knew who was going to take the last shot or who's going to take the big shot. And, and, and you watch this team play. They're all good. It's a good team. It's a strong team. It's a, it's a team with a lot of depth, but who's going to take the shot? And I think that's something that's got to be answered after they play a few games because I don't know who that would be right now. Wendell Green, Wendell Green's going to take a lot of threes, but he's not going to score. Uh, in many other ways, but uh, if, if a three-point shot is, I, I would expect him to. I think they're going to shoot a lot of threes. But I thought the same thing watching practice. Uh, who's going to take that big shot? Who's going to be coming out of a timeout to play we set for? And uh, uh, I, inside, Jalen Williams is playing awful well. He might be one of the guys. that He might be a go-to guy. 
if, if he plays the same way he did in practice last time I saw him. He's the guy who came off the bench last year and, and played well. I don't know who's going to take the big shot for him. I really don't. Uh, what I want to ask you along with that, are the inside people, I know they got the guy from Moorhead and a couple of other kids who I don't really know, but is the inside game for them, he said something about throwing it inside a lot, which, you know, you, you can even throw it inside. And, well, Broom uh, is, is, broom is, is, is uh, the inside any good? Is the inside good enough to win games with? Broom. Broom. Uh, Joni, I don't know how he pronounces it. It's, it's yeah, different. It, is, it looks is like it good enough. To, is it, it good enough to win games with inside? He is. He is. I think he's. A, I think he's a scorer around the post because he can step away and hit the fifteen footer. He's got good athletic ability to drive around the guy. Had a nice jump hook in practice, and I think he's more of a factor from scoring than than the, than the man was last year that could block all the shots. Uh, but he's heck, the, the kids. He's playing well for Utah, so he's going. If he can play, if he can play for the Utah in the NBA, uh, he he definitely going to be missed off Auburn because I don't think Joni is ready to do that yet. Uh, we're talking with. I, I expect scoring out of the post to drop. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think Auburn's going to be really good though. We're uh, talking to Coach Sonny uh, Smith, Coach. Last week, I told you. Or I told somebody if Tennessee beats Alabama football, they're going to carry the goalpost out of the stadium. Uh, they did. Uh, how much whiskey and how many cigars were sold up in Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, last Saturday night? Uh, wow, what a scene uh, up in Knoxville. Well, you know, I don't know the value of alcohol anymore since I left home. We don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they're still buying a little bootleg. Uh, that bottle and that bottle and bond run the real liquor makers out of business. So, yeah. and I'm sure there's more up in uh, there's probably more up in Upper East Tennessee than they are in, in uh, Alabama, anyplace. So, yeah, I don't I don't really know the value of what used to be a big time sale up in their own mountain. Yeah, was there any way possible to keep those fans off the field? They had lost 15 straight years. They were no. coming on that field, weren't they, Coach? It was nothing on stop them. How are you going to stop them? No, you should. Uh, it, that that's the biggest win they've had in years and years, and, and the fan size. They're not going to. Uh, they're not going to stay off that field. And I think uh, I don't think they made a real conscious effort to stop them. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get in the way of a runaway freight train myself. <laughs> but I, I'd, I'd I'd let them go. Yeah, I'd I let them go, and, and I'd pay that. What what is a hundred uh, hundred. Uh, yeah, hundred hundred thousand dollars. So instead of getting hundred thousand yeah, or hundred twenty five, yeah, last year. just tell them to take that hundred thousand out of sixty million dollar check the SEC is going to send you. I don't think you're going to miss it, uh, Coach. No, I don't think you're missing it at all. Yeah, uh, Tennessee fans have always been great for coming, and they're they're one of the stronger ones for raising cane all the time about the coach and all that. But uh, uh uh, I, I, I listen to my son tell me about it all the time. He lives in Johnson City, Tennessee, and and uh, his daughter lives in Knoxville. So they get I get all the reports on the fans talk from up there. And uh, Tennessee fans are tough. They're tough on the coach. They're tough on the team. Uh, I, I guess it's that way in a lot of places. But Tennessee has that kind of reputation. Really, they really do. Yeah. That... Um. Kentucky's one, Alabama five, Auburn four. It doesn't really matter. The three, the three A's: Arkansas, Auburn, and Alabama. Probably 
are really going to be good along with Kentucky and Florida. Uh, I mean, Kentucky and uh, Tennessee. Um, mm-hmm. Tennessee's <clears throat> never shot the ball very well in the NCAA tournament for whatever reason. Um, yeah, they did not. Uh, what? Uh, where are the other eight teams in the league? If, if they're the nine, uh, where are the Ole Misses, the South Carolina, we got we got five. We got I don't know if you know any of them or not. Probably a bad question. We got five new coaches, and then we got one coach yes. gone from Florida to Georgia. It's going to be a kind of an I don't know kind of year, don't you think? No, I'm not oh, yeah. sure what. Oh isn't yeah, that, isn't that the way it is? Go ahead. Oh yeah, I I wait till the basketball books get them out and look and see how many uh, transfers they got. Uh, yeah, how many uh, NIL deals that's been set up, and then I try to make a decision on who's good. I think Arkansas is going to really be good, though. I don't think there's any doubt about that part. And I think the new coach at Florida used to be here. He uh, he He's really a sharp individual, and, and, and with the players in the state of Florida and around, I think he'll do real good at Florida. I don't know if he'll be able to do it this year, but I think he'll make them back into a, a force. There's a lot of new coaches that I don't know how that how they're going to handle things, and, and I'm I'm looking at Alabama and uh, and Arkansas to be challengers to uh, to uh, Kentucky, and I think Auburn will if they if they get good inside play. Auburn's going to be a challenge too before it's over, and I'm, I'm probably leaving somebody out. I don't I don't know who else is really good. Tennessee's is. Set up, set up to be good, but I don't know how good they'll be. They'll guard you, I can tell you that. All right, Coach. Well, we, uh, we'll let you go. I know Auburn's got an off week in football. It seems like they're probably going to keep Parson until the end of the year, and I think I think that's the right thing to do. And uh, hopefully, maybe they'll pick up a win or two here along the way. I certainly hope they can. In the last few weeks, there's been no talk about Harson. There's been no talk about he's gone. Uh, they've just been letting it go. I, and I, I don't know what that means. I think everybody's just ought to resign to the fact that he's gone. So let's just support him until it's all over. I think that's maybe the attitude that's going on around you right now. I tell you just what, be it means. with you guys again. I tell you what, what it means. means. It means that well, those guys that you eat supper with every night are so cotton picking old. They forgot who the coach is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got so old I can't remember to ask him. You can't, you can't remember to ask him. <laughs> What's that, what you call it? What's that guy's that coach name? What, what you call it over there? Coaching football? Oh, what, yeah. I, don't know, yeah. I guarantee they don't know his name. That coach we got all around, I don't think I like him. <laughs> yeah, the first thing they say, first thing they say, well, his wife's really pretty. They yeah. don't say, well, man, he can really coach. They say, well, his wife's really pretty. <laughs> well, he's got to be known for something. When, when they start talking about how about your wife, you might as well pack your bags. Yeah. <laughs> all allied. Get uh, allied on, on on speed dial. All right, Coach. Have a great week. Oh, oh, oh don't, no, 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 no. Don't, don't hang up. Don't hang up. Oh, my goodness. We had a guy get in a fight. Uh, NASCAR. One of them went and slugged the other one. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Over what? Well, tell us. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, you got time to he, tell that story? Tell it. Yeah. Bub, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace thought that uh, uh, Larson had had kind of ran, ran him into the wall, so he goes back down, taps him, then gets out of the car and runs and and attacks him. Wants to yeah. fight. 
and uh, he gets suspended for one race and fined uh, in the uh, hundred thousand, something like that. The team did. The team that he that he was driving for is owned by Michael Jordan, and uh, it it, uh, it it got a lot more play than than most of it. His name is Bubba Wallace, and he's from Mobile. He's really a good driver, but he. He's not going to take anything off anybody, and, and he's got a lot of respect in the garage, people. Uh, he's an Afro-American, and you don't have many of those in NASCAR. Oh, really? And he, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, he, he's got a lot of respect in in, in the garage, and this uh, this didn't hurt him. And I tell you why. If you remember, go back to, over the years, NASCAR has always made a big thing out of fights. You know, uh, drivers getting into fights and it, it, like it, it draws fans. Yeah, it, yeah, because yeah, kind of like wrestling, baby. Uh, it's because it used to be a big thing. You know, they said all uh, bootleggers drove race cars and all that stuff got into it. But it's uh, it draws fans and it draws interest in NASCAR. So it's not a big deal other than that. Coach, you're the best. Thank you. I got right. some, I got some great, later. great parking tips from you. I'm going to make a little yep. extra money. Fill your, ta- oh, your tank yeah. over that guy. Fill your tank over the guy. <laughs> Thank you, hey, Coach. You don't need uh, only gas you need in the home. I'm not going to quote about, talk about. So uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I hope you caught that. If, I don't if get the gas out. is cheap, if the gas is cheaper than more bill, drive down there and get you some. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've thought about that. Yeah. I can't find, I couldn't find Mobile, though, or what state's that in. Yeah. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, Coach. All right, Joe, let's talk about B Dry. If you need help uh, with that basement, then you go to BDryAlabama.com. For more than 60 years, B Dry owners have trusted B Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give B-Dry a call. 60 years of service they put to everybody in this area, 205-946-3390. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. This is Timothy Bowens with your Tide sports update. Alabama football is dominating in television ratings. Former Alabama player Quinnen Williams wins AFC Defensive Player of the Week. Alabama basketball head coach Nate Oates wants three-point shooting to improve in the 2022-2023 season. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic really looks pretty good for a Friday morning. Now, if you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan is having a whale of a sale. Low, low prices and top dollar for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. With Taco Casa, you know, it's not really fast food because... It's made fresh every day in the store. The quality hasn't changed. The consistency hasn't changed because we haven't changed. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Alabama's weather will stay dry through the weekend. A good supply of sunshine today. Tuscaloosa's high 75. Clear tonight, the low at 48. And for tomorrow and Sunday, beautiful fall weather. Lots of sunshine both days. Highs between 75 and 78. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 39 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. It's a beautiful day, she's been crying all night, all there's tears in her blue. Welcome back to Inside Locker Room 205 342 Wayne's Pest Control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. That's the good folks at Wayne's. Make sure your home is protected by those unwanted tip pests this fall. Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also can come out and get that lawn ready for the winter, uh, which will be very important to you in the spring. So give them a call today. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. 866-WAYNES-1 for $60 off. Yes, Dad. Okay. Uh, I, I would imagine behind the scenes over the years that the other 13 coaches in the league have complained about Alabama getting by with penalties that are not called, not just because of the Tennessee game. I just think that they call the conference office. They call the head of, the, the, the head of officials, who's very, very good, and complain about, teams that are winning big. Um, Brian Harson's come out uh, today and said not only do people, do the officials not care for him because he's uh, a northerner, but that the officials in the SEC are taking way too long to decide on a play. Brian Kelly or Brian Harson? Brian Kelly, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, and they, they're waiting too long to decide on a play. That they go, and I know... We can go to the instance of the three downs and that kind of stuff. Uh, are they? Are they uh, you probably don't check that much, and I don't check it either. But are, are the officials in the SEC uh, spending more time than they, they are somewhere else? Or I think they're going to the monitor way too much. I think there needs to be a time on the monitor. Like they, they took. I don't know how long to decide whether what down it was, and they clearly yeah, showed that, yeah. you on TV. Boom, first, second, third down, third down. It was yeah, just, clearly uh, four. They just think they take too long, and they 
You know, it's almost like we could have robots out there calling the game now. If we can go to replay on, it's like baseball. Do you do they, they can miss a call now and they just go right to the to the replay in the NBA now? You can challenge Joe whether it was a foul or not. Yeah. So they can go and challenge whether it was an actual but foul. You have two in baseball. You have two challenges in baseball in this baseball season that we're seeing now. You have two. Are there are there officials who? Will less likely throw a, fi- a flag if you uh, care a lot about the coach. As far as he's, you know, you, you're all friends. You, your your brother knew his brother back 18 years ago. Uh, is there any way? And you wouldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't call the head of the officials and ask him that question. I don't guess. But is there a is there a deal where? In football, I'm talking about. I'm forget basketball right now. Uh, that you would have a tendency, uh, you could you could hold on every play, just about. I mean, it's not every play. There's a hold. You don't call it on every play, but you they've got they've got to help hold the guys that as they're blocking him. They're holding him a lot of the times. It's not called. Um, it, it, and it's called sometimes in critical times, and sometimes it's let go. Is there? Is, is the official deal? I, I think this guy does a good job, and I'm not sure what kind of question I'm asking. But is it a little bit dicey there, as far as how you're? I can go either way. You know, some guys may say, "You know what? I tell you what, yep, nobody's yep. nobody's will ever say that I gave Alabama yep, yep. for treatment. I'm going to get yep. them. They're close to holding. I'm getting them. Nobody's ever going to yep. accuse yep. me of." Because Alabama seems to be the most penalized team in the country, and you would think a Nick Saban team would be the most disciplined. So, yeah, that's the reason I said that at the very beginning. I, I would imagine that they've all complained over these thirteen teams that are in the league now. Now we're going to go to, you know, go go to sixteen. Yeah, uh, that uh, you know, uh, Texas is probably concerned, and Oklahoma too, that things might be a little bit different uh, in the SEC than officiating that it was in. in yeah. All right, Joe, uh, pull it up. Dad, you got to make your picks for the week oh, now. I about that. Yeah, and you guys got to understand now, the scene doesn't change unless you're the lead dog. So I will tell you guys, I am the lead dog. So it's sunny out here. I know you guys are looking at my back uh, right now. It's sunny out here. Uh, you guys can't see it because you're seeing my back there. But, Joe, maybe oh. well, give us our records, Joe, me, you, and Dad. That's all yeah. I – and Gary. I want to make sure I'm – I've moved up. I've moved up, I thought. I don't – where are we, Joe? Coach went 8-2 last week. What? So we had a great week. Uh, uh, last week humbled a lot of people. Thank uh, you. Barry is leading the pack, 52-23. and 23. I, I didn't hear you. Say it again. Barry is in first place. Okay. How close am I? At fifty-two and twenty-three, coach is at forty-seven and twenty-eight. So, coach, you're five picks behind. You didn't so, need to take oh, a week I'm off. going great. I eight and two last week. I got the trophy. There you go. You got the in the bag. I'm sitting at uh, where am I? Forty-six and twenty-nine. Yeah. Uh, Bear, uh, Gary Harris is at fifty and twenty-five. Ooh, he's breathing. So you got you got two on Gary and Kerry Clark is in the new second place with fifty-one and twenty-four. So you all only right. got a one-game cushion, Barry. You yeah. keep on it. Yeah. All right. My picks are in. So let's get. Dad's picks uh, for the week, and we'll just double up the last breaks. Here we go, Coach. We're going number fourteen, Syracuse versus number five, Clemson. Well, 
I, I'll, I'll I'll have to take Clemson because Barry's taking him. So because uh, he, uh, I want to keep that <laughs> even. Because you like want them to win. I'm not real. I'm not real I, sure. I want that, you I'm not real sure that they can go into Clemson and win either. So I'll, I'll take Joe. Him. He's backwards. If I took Clemson, you need to take Syracuse. In order no, to I ain't. I ain't. I don't ain't. I'm doing what I want to do. Go ahead. There you go. Number two. Game number two. Number 21, Cincinnati is going to SMU. Whew. That ain't played very well. SMU's got problems. Uh, Cincinnati. There we go. Cincinnati will go number seven, Ole Miss against uh, LSU down there. LSU. 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 Okay, perfect. We'll go UCLA number nine, UCLA against number 10, Oregon. Where? At Oregon. Oregon. Oregon, number 20, Texas, versus, I think it's number 8, Oklahoma State. At at Oklahoma State? Yes, sir. Oklahoma State. There you go, Cowboys. Memphis versus number 25, Tulane. Boy, that's a hard one. Where is that game? Tulane. And a tight one, I'll take Tulane. Tulane. We got Minnesota versus number 16, Penn State. Where? At Penn State. Penn State. There you go. Number 17, Kansas State at number 8, TCU. Well, I guess I got to go with TCU. Texas A&M is at South Carolina. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, South Carolina. There you go. Last game coach is Pittsburgh at Louisville. Well, that's a hard game there. I don't need one of them playing great. Um, I'll go with the whole home team all the time. I'll take a little. You go, coaches' know. picks. Ten picks are in. All right. Uh, Eight and two last week. Thank you, folks. What was I last week? You get boring. Six and four last yeah, week. Yeah, I'm trying to get Six you. and four. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, what kind of game? Eight, eight I'm and getting two? bored. It's bored up here. I want y'all to get a little closer. You told me. Eight and two. You did, well, you did a good job of getting us closer. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're so far behind. <laughs> it's like, you know, I mean. Eight and two, that's pretty good. What were you last week, Joe? Oh, let's see. You were, I was six and four as well. Oh, you too, guys. Y'all been huddling up with each other. You quit looking on my paper from now on. Uh, <laughs> well, you have to trust Joe, Joe's grading these things properly. Joe, you are grading these properly, right? You couldn't be bought off, could you? I can't be bought off. No, I, that's, <laughs> I send the grades in every week. Just I know, but you're grading. I mean, do I need to check? Do you have a fact checker? What do you mean? Somebody that checks your grading, make sure you're grading properly. Nobody has nobody has responded to any of my emails saying that their, their picks are wrong. I don't remember who I picked. As soon as you send it out, I go in there and pick it. Every week I put in the put in the, the sheet that I made, the grades that I made, so you can anybody can double check me. I uh, I saw a guy last night, Dad, that's uh, a friend of yours, and he said, asked me. What's your dad's blue plate? I said, yeah. It says Alabama. He said, yeah. I, I've been texting him. I actually called him last week to get a couple of extra picks. I missed every one of them. So uh, somebody was not real happy with you last night. Well, it's, I, I don't know who, that, who called me. I can't remember. <laughs> I did I did, uh, I did. do it. It wasn't very good last week. Yeah. Uh, so we will see. Uh, There's some good games. I, I do think LSU could pull this. I guess it's not up. So I guess they are favored. No, they're going to win the game. You think they're going to beat Ole Miss? Oh, yeah. Ole Miss doesn't tackle. Joe, who are you taking? Who are you taking? 
Who are you taking that, James? I guess uh, I guess I got to go with Coach. I was feeling Ole Miss, but I guess I got to go with Coach. No, no you, better, you better not. You better not go with Ole Miss. You're going to get beat with Ole Miss. You're going to get beat with Ole Miss. They don't tackle. They don't tackle. Well, they've tackled somebody. They've won every game. They play. Yeah, they only won every game they play. They, they, they don't tackle. It's going to be over. Unless you win that game, I promise you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Uh, how about the South Carolina and Texas A&M? Who wins I wish I took South Carolina, but, uh, you know, I was a weak take, but that's who I took. Joe, who do you think gets that one? Uh, I guess. If Jimbo loses that one, they're going to start grumbling. South Carolina's playing really hard defense. Jimbo, Jimbo's a dummy. Is he? Yeah, he's a dummy. You don't, I don't like Jimbo either. Uh, Beamer ball is going to win. All right. Well, I, I think I know how to park those cars now. If you get those people pulling up behind them, they can't back out. That's good advice from Coach. Well, you, you, don't you, tell them you, the you price. Tell me don't have any the... change and hurry it up because have the guy behind him blow the horn. <laughs> the guy behind you. How much are y'all charging? 30. He, he ain't telling. 50. 40. I don't know what kind of car you got. Uh, yeah. My car doesn't look that rich. <laughs> so what if somebody wants to? What if somebody said I want to double park it because I don't want to get a door ding and I'll pay you a hundred? Would you let them? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> Y'all, Give them the whole parking lot. But <laughs> you can buy the whole lot. We're going to go home early. Uh, there you go. I like that. All right, that's it. Tell them it's for sick people. Or something. Yeah. Tell me something. <laughs> we got to fill this lot. That one block, they're charging twenty more dollars. Surely you can walk one block for twenty dollars. That's what I'm sure. All right, that's it for today's show. Get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris show. I'm beginning to see what Gary's punishment for Jermaine Burton was. I say, just have a lecture in front of the whole team, explain it to them what's going on. No suspension. Well, you're giving him a half a game. I wouldn't give that boy half a game for that. You listen to Ty one point nine. Is he home? of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody. on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Everwood Treatment Company, the official treated lumber of Alabama athletics. Everwood, wood treated right. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Head coach Nick Saban met with the media following Wednesday's practice for the Crimson Tide. Well, we're certainly looking forward to getting back home and playing in Bryant-Denny Stadium on Saturday night. You know, homecoming is a a great tradition, and uh, I know it gives everybody, a lot of people uh, who are Alabama folks, an opportunity to come back and, you know, refresh some of the relationships and, you know, traditions that they enjoyed when they were here and um, what they were proud of, and we certainly want to play the game in a way that they can be proud of what we do. Um, and I think the big emphasis for the team this year, week is, you know, playing to win. You know, um, you know, there's a difference between playing to win and playing to keep from getting beat. I'll have more in a moment.
Producing championship quality lumber is not an easy process, but at Everwood Treatment Company, it's our only process. Wood treated right. Everwood is championship quality lumber for decks, outdoor structures, commercial jobs, and more that you can build your reputation on. No rot, no decay, no termites, no problems. Just wood treated right. To locate your local Everwood store, visit everwoodtreatment.com. Everwood Treatment, official lumber of the Alabama Crimson Tide. We've got you covered for Alabama football against Mississippi State on Saturday. Our radio coverage across the network will begin at 3 p.m. Central, leading you up right to kickoff at 6 p.m. For a full listing of our radio affiliates, head to RollTide.com, and you can also stream the game on the Varsity Network app or watch the booth cam on all CTSN social media outlets. Crimson Tide Today is presented by Everwood. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks and traffic really looks pretty good for a Friday morning. Now, if you do see conditions throughout the day that folks need to hear about, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. Townsend Nissan is having a whale of a sale. Low, low prices and top dollar for your trade. Go see them. I'm Captain Ray. Don't miss a play at the Sportsbook at Pearl River Resort. Your front row seat to all the action. Place bets on all professional and most college sports. Couldn't cause issues.